Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 10 in the book of 1 John in a podcast called Be With Me. I'm going to title today, Do You Want the Good Stuff? Uh, This is from 1 John chapter 3. I'm going to start in verse 4 and read the passage first, and then we'll talk about it. Listen for the phrase, the uh, practice of sinning. Verse 4, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or know him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Here's the main verse. No one who is born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he had been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. All right, so the phrase, the turn of phrase here today is making a practice of sin. And it's a, that's a, a verb. It's a present tense active verb. It means to keep on producing and working towards it. It's a person that continues to dwell in it and make kind of makes his home there, plants his feet there, and it tarries there and kind of holds on to it. That's the person that's described as either practicing sinning The contrast to it is uh, a little bit in chapter 2, which we just finished with, which is abiding. So the person who practices sin, first of all, in verse 4, it says practices lawlessness. That means they place themselves outside of God's moral order for this planet. And it places themselves outside of of God's restorative order for the planet, which is where Jesus came to, to die for our sins. Verse 6, compare and contrast abide with him, which means to remain and continue and lodge with the Lord, and then demonstrate his characteristics, be like him, and to know him. So today, it's really a decision, just like yesterday, is whose side are you on? Where are you choosing to live? What are your behaviors betraying about where you have decided to live? Are you practicing righteousness? Or are you practicing you know, being a, a child of the devil? And what are the consequences? What do you face? Well, you know, primarily is knowing him or not knowing him. Being a part of his rescue plan or not being a part of his rescue plan. And and really the good stuff is help with sin and and pushing you towards towards love. So by practicing, making a practice of sin, you kind of forego all the good stuff. That's the point. So the Lord is asking us to abide in him because then there's fruit. It's that we see him, we know him, we dwell with him. So we kind of vote with our feet and then we get all these benefits of righteousness. We get benefits of being a child of God. And then our behavior is supposed to change. And as we resemble and turn ourselves into um, uh, Christians, that we resemble the works and the activities of, of the Lord. It, it starts with being born of God and then staying in the family of God. 
So the people of the Lord demonstrated by their love of God, first of all, but also then by the love of the brotherhood. And how do we know who's in that group? Well, it's people that pass the test of a continuance. Um, contrast that with lawlessness and being sinful, being of the devil, a child of the devil, being not of God, and, and bad, sinful behavior. In chapter 2, he says, they, people like that went out from us because they weren't part of us anyway. So everybody practices something. Everybody dwells somewhere. Everybody is giving evidence all the time. So what you what we vote with our feet with, where we make our residence and who we uh, make allegiance towards, then we get characteristics of that person that are kind of seen by all. It's not coincidental. It's not accidental. It's pretty pretty deliberate. So practicing one thing generally is going to result in an, a, a fruit consistent with it. And continuing with one thing generally is going to yield fruit consistent with it. So continuance with the people of God is a marker and a test that demonstrates continuance with God himself. It's one of the evidences of going uh, going out or non-continuance. So the question for all of us is, who are your family people? If you cannot name them, then either you're not a true believer, or at least the burden of proof gets thrown back on your shoulders. So... <clears throat> I'm not saying that you are not a Christian or not in the family, but uh, giving evidence of it is going to be a whole lot more difficult. So maybe today, as as we look at this and you think, well, you know, I'm a person who's definitely practicing sin. If you can say that, I mean, good for you. Uh, you know, step one is hopefully to be, you know, s- sorry for it. Um, but if you go to the door of the church... Uh, and you say, hey, I'm practicing sin, I'm a sinner. First of all, people around you know it already. Um, usually the sinner is the last person to know it. The other thing I want to tell you is that be of good cheer because the whole church is full of people that are that have been liars and thieves and fornicators and murderers. And if you knock on the door of the church, you're going to find people that used to be just like you. So the church is no place for the, the, the high and mighty. It's for the humble and the, the transformed. Christianity is a little bit exhausting. It requires persistence and allegiance and continuance here, either continuance in sinning or continuance with being in the, in the Lord's um, body and abiding with him. But the, the fruit is so worth it. That's what my final point is knowing him and seeing him and resembling him. That's the good stuff. So why do I? Why would I want to say, hey, I am practicing sin and I'd like to change. Help me. Why would you do that? Well, number one, help with sin. You know, start with that. You, you, don't, you don't want to bear your own results of your sin, the consequences of your sin. Secondly, you get to be in the family of God. And then thirdly, you get this potential for love, for love of the brotherhood, love of God, knowing God. That's the good stuff. So do you want the good stuff? Yes, I think. Hopefully your answer to that is then stop practicing sin. Thanks for listening.